and his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So as God's rich word goes forth, you are abiding under light. So those that say, I will forsake the house of God, I will forsake uh, the word of God, can only do one thing, walk in darkness. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Hello, this is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. You know, I really do thank you for your faithful listening, and I think that you are a wonderful person in Christ. Keep your head up. Jesus is on the way very soon. Well, on today's broadcast, we're going to start a whole new series, and this series is entitled Walking in the Light. That's right, walking in the light. We're going to discover how to walk in the presence of the Lord in his wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and get good direction for our lives. Jesus is the way, and it is his light that shines upon us and gives us the truth that we need. So I pray that you will stick around and hear the entire message. Don't forget to check out our website at www.kingdomrock.org. Well, you can find links to our Facebook page, YouTube page, Twitter, and so much more. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page. It's going to be a blessing to you. All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message entitled, Walking in the Light, part one of the series, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, as we uh, said to you a few, I don't know, it feels like a month now, the last series we were in was entitled The Final Call. The Final Call. That series had a total of five parts. So if you've not heard all of that message, uh, you can go online and download and hear the entire message absolutely free of charge. Or if CDs are available, you can have those in the rear of the room and also in the, uh, in the food bank building. Or just simply... Ask us real nice, ask Sister Ware real nice, Elder Ware, and she will make you some copies of the entire series. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm telling you. But of course, the easiest way of all is to get the um, download and install the Kingdom Rock app on your mobile device. Uh, now available also on the Kindle. So we're very excited about that. So if you, have, if you have a Kindle, you can have the Kingdom Rock app on your device. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Sure is. Your Kindle, your tablets, iPhones, iPads, P-Pad, whatever you got. It's available on most every device. Amen? Amen. All right. Today we want to begin a new series uh, entitled Walking in the walking in the light walking in the light now this is a vital message so i pray that you will will hear uh the instruction of the holy spirit as he releases his word uh to us today that are in this facility uh that those of you that are watching online and those that will be watching this later on television or hearing it later on radio or listening to it by way of the app isn't god good Amen. He is so wonderful. All right, are y'all ready to pray with me today? Yes. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this time that you have given us, your people, to gather around your rich word. Lord God, I publicly confess that the answer is not in me, but it is in you. You're the one with the wisdom, the knowledge, the revelation, and the understanding. And ask, Father, that you would just speak to us your rich word. 
that we may grow thereby. We are all dependent upon you. Speak, Lord, today. We acknowledge you in Jesus' name. Let every heart say amen. Well, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 1 John. We're going to start there today. The book of 1 John. We're going to be doing just a little bit of board work today, so I pray that you're able to stay with me. Statistically speaking, I don't really know the numbers. I think the number, uh, if you simply hear, hear, you may retain maybe 10%, I believe, of what you hear. Some very small number, if you hear. If you see something, you may retain, I believe, about 30 to 40% of it when you see something. When you hear and see it, see something, it causes your retention rate to go up to about 65%. When you hear, see, and say, it causes your retention rate to go up to be about 85%. That number I'm sure about. When you hear, see, and say. Are you hearing? And when you hear, see, say, and do, it causes your retention rate to go up to be about 90%, your retention rate. Now, many in today's modern-day church only receive less than a tenth or 10% because they only hear. Many don't see. Many don't do. And many don't say. So it just stays right there. This is why many of us, after a message has been preached, can go out the door and not remember or remember, remember just fragments, fragments of what has been said. Let me tell you this. As we enter this journey of walking in the light, it is more than about just pulpit ministry because you're under an atmosphere of light as the word of God goes forth. Let me say that again. You're under an atmosphere of light as the word of God goes forth. I remember one particular time one lady came in who uh, had testified that she was a former gypsy, uh, someone who formerly dabbled in the occult. Some of you may have been here that particular day or not, I don't know. But she came in and she testified she said, oh, it's so bright in here. Oh, it's so bright. It's so bright in here. She could barely stand it. Now, she wasn't talking about the fluorescent light bulbs or the LED light bulbs. But as the word of God goes forth, light goes forth. The word of God says clearly that the entrance of his word gives light. And we're going to look at these in the coming weeks, Lord willing. The entrance of his word brings light, and his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So as God's rich word goes forth, you are abiding under light. So those that say, I will forsake the house of God, I will forsake uh, the word of God, can only do one thing, walk in darkness. Are you hearing? Now, let me, let me go back. Let me, let me back up. This is, not, this is not the only place where light is going forth. I pray that every day, every morning, you're seeking Jesus yourself. You're getting into that Bible yourself. And as you do that, light is coming forth. Light springs forth. And the more light you have in your life, of course, the less you will walk in darkness. Light is understanding. Light is truth. 
So as you walk in the truth of God's word, walk in his light, walk in his understanding, you'll find that you won't stumble and fall. How many of you have ever gone into um, a dark room before? Or I would say, I would say it this way, you're walking to the food bank while all the lights were off. <laughs> if you go into the food bank where all the lights are off, you see, you never know where somebody has left a pallet. You never know where they have left something sitting around on the floor. And if you go just running in there, oh my God, I feel for you. You can't run through an area that is dark, that you're unfamiliar with. Now, if you live alone in your house, if you live alone and you know where everything is, chances are if all the lights go out, you know where everything is, you can move maybe at a faster pace through the house. You don't have to squint your, close your eye, or try to, you know, squint your eyes and try to find something. You're trying to feel with your hands, where is this, where is that? Because you know where everything is. But when you're walking in uncertainty, walking in unfamiliar territory, walking where others have walked, and you don't know what they've done before you, when you're in darkness, you're gonna slow down. Especially, let's say you're walking out uh, in the middle of the night and it is pitch dark. There is no moonlight and you don't know where there's a hole in front of you. You don't know where there's a cliff in front of you. You have no idea what's in front of you. If you go out and start running, no telling what would happen. Are you going to fall over something? Is a rock going to be in the way? You don't know. So when you're walking in darkness, you walk very slowly. In many cases, people just stop. Darkness means there is no hope. If you're walking in darkness, you have no hope. In darkness, you'll find depression. You'll find people frustrated, aggravated, confused in darkness. You find these particular things engaged in darkness. And in darkness as well is where the enemy abides and he wants to pull people into the darkness. Are you hearing? So, as we talk about walking in the light, we're talking about walking with understanding, walking with wisdom, most importantly, walking with Christ. The Lord Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Amen. Scripture says that God is light. So as you walk with him, you're going to have light, you're going to have wisdom, you're going to have understanding. And then I tell you what, I can move a whole lot faster through that food bank when I can see I cut on my flashlight. If I can't get to the light switch, I cut it on, then I can move because I can see everything then. Amen. You can move quickly when you can see, right? There's a difference between uh, driving down the highway in fog or pouring down rain. You cannot see. Now, if you floor it going down the road on the highway, if you put your foot on the gas and floor it when you cannot see, boo-boo on you. Something crazy is about to happen. Amen. Are you hearing? Amen. No, we need to either pull over. If you can't pull over, go what? Slowly, because you don't know what's about to happen. Right? So you can't get to your destination at a rapid pace. This is why many of our lives slow to a crawl. 
slows to a crawl, and we cannot make forward movement in our life. Things stay the same, always remain the same. You, you wonder why things aren't progressing as fast as they should, because there is a measure of darkness there. And when you're walking in darkness, you can't progress forward at a quick rate. You can only do that when there is light. Are you hearing? Ask your neighbor, do you have the light? Well, we're going to talk about that today, God's willing. So let's go to 1 John, 1 John 1. I'll be doing just a little bit of reading today. And uh, then we'll go back and we'll speak about some things and we'll write some things on the board, the Lord willing, and then we'll go forward and go further. Because it's not so important just for me to say you've got to hear and understand. You've got to retain what you hear. You've got to put it in action. Unless you like walking in darkness. Are you hearing? So as the word of God goes forth today, you need to examine your life. As this word goes forth, if you desire change, then hear the word with an open ear. Give attention to God's word. And that light will come in and begin to lighten your path. Remember, when light comes in, wisdom comes in. When light comes in, understanding comes in. Many times we cannot advance in life once again because we don't understand. You cannot advance in an area that you don't understand, where you don't understand. You hearing? You may have a $10,000 computer that can do a whole lot. But if you don't understand how to use it, what good is it to you? You may have a fancy, fancy cell phone. But if you don't know how to even make a phone call, what good is it to you? There are a whole lot of fancy cell phones on the market today. But if you can't make a call, don't know how to pick it up, don't know how to, what good is it to you? Not only is here again, it's not only important that you get it, but you must understand it. So today I pray that you will hearken your, your ears, open up your ears so that you will understand. Let's get here. First uh, John, the first chapter, first John one, or some people call it I John. The first epistle of John. Uh, verse one says. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Remember we said before about the retention. Now only have they heard, they've seen, they've handled. In other words, they've been able to retain, haven't they? Verse 2. Uh, for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you the eternal life which was with the father and was manifested unto us listen to verse number three that which that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have what fellowship all right here's a big here's one of our big words today Oh, this is a big word, big word, fellowship. When you talk about fellowship, I want you to think about, I want you to think about 
Once you, as I, as I draw on this board, those of you that are listening right now, I, I no longer have the chalkboard, I have a dry erase board, so you can't hear me tapping, tapping, tapping. Sorry, but what I'm drawing right now are two happy people on a ship. When you talk about fellowship, I want you to think about fellows on a ship. Are you hearing? Fellows on a ship. Now, this is going to make a whole lot more sense to you. So I got blue water now. Oh, boy, I got all these colors now, don't I? (laughs) Oh, we got all these. You know, we might as well just. Here's the sun right here for him. Two fellows on a ship in the middle of the water. All right. Think about fellowship. The word fellowship in the Greek is the Greek word uh, kononia. And it means, really as it interprets, it means it talks about intimacy. 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 So let me write that word down as well. So you talk about fellowship, you're talking about this word in intimacy. Intimacy. Fellowship interprets into intimacy, a true intimacy. All right. You're two fellows there on a ship. They're riding on those waves. They got nothing to do but to talk to one another. Okay. Fellowship, friendship, a camaraderie, companionship, intimacy. All right. So let's go back to verse three again. He says that which that which we have seen and and um, and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. All right. And truly our fellowship is with who? It's with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. All right. Let's go back to this for a second. Who is on our ship? We, I'm going to write this over here. Who is on our ship? Uh, it says, of course, we see the Father. We see the Son, which we know is who? Jesus Christ. It says it there, Jesus Christ. And it says us, which are the brethren. Okay, brethren. Or we could say uh, fellow believers. Fellow believe. I before E except the fellow believers. Okay, all on the ship. Okay, there is intimacy, there is fellowship, there is camaraderie there on the ship. Who's on the ship? We know the Father's on the ship, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the ship, and we have fellowship one with each other. All on the fellowship. All aboard the fellowship. The ship named Fellow is about to depart. Make sure that you're on board. Are you going? Yes, I'm going. What's the name of your ship? My ship is the great Honolulu Wuku ship. Yes, you go on your ship. Yes, I'm going on the ship that's called Fellow. Well, praise Jesus. You'll get that in just a minute. What are we doing? I'm trying to get you to hear, also to see, and also to say. We'll get a little bit further. 
He says, verse number three, that which we have seen and, and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship, say fellowship, fellowship. that we may have fellowship with us, that you may have fellowship with us, and uh, truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ, and these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. All right? He's saying this letter, this scripture is written unto you, the believers. Why? One reason here, that your joy may be full. All right. Now, one thing we're going to get out of here, I want you to see this. One result we can see, let me do this here. One thing we, we need to see out of the series, one result is full. Uh-oh, full is only one you. Sorry, some of you didn't know. <laughs> full, full joy. Uh-oh, see, I'm about to write that. Full joy. That is massive, and you'll see this as we go on in the series. Full joy is massive. Full meaning complete. Nothing else can be added to it. It is full. Full. Nothing missing. It is full. It is completely satisfied. Joy. Now, there's a difference between joy and happiness. You ask somebody, are you happy? They may say yes, or they may, or they may say no. Why? Because happiness always depends on something to happen. If something good happens, then you are happy, because I'm happy. <laughs> Some riff out a roof, I'm happy. So if you are happy, that means that something good has happened. If you are unhappy, then that means that something bad has happened. So someone that dwells simply in happiness is one who is dependent upon the circumstances. They're always looking on something to happen in order to make them happy. But joy is something that is supernatural. Joy flows from the Lord. And joy does not depend upon happenings. Joy is a continual flow that comes to us from Christ himself. It is also, the Bible declares that the joy of the Lord is our what? Strength. So as, I'm, so as I am receiving continual joy, I will have continual strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Say that with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. One more time. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So if I have God's joy, then I must have strength. Are you hearing me? If I have God's joy, I must have what? Strength. So if I'm full of joy, I must be full of strength. Are you hearing? Yeah. So that does not mean that um, you'll always tiptoe through the roses and everything is always going to go right with you. No, you're, you're, you do realize that this is not heaven, right? Amen. Please don't be deceived. I hear people say, you know, as soon as you give your life to Jesus, you'll be walking on the cloud and you'll be in heaven. Well, you're going to heaven one day, 
But right now you're still on the battlefield right here. This world is a battlefield. Do y'all understand that? There are folk cutting and shooting and all kind of wicked things are going on now. Parents that are killing their, or rather children that are killing their parents and parents that are killing their children. I mean, parents leaving their babies in the car purposefully to kill them. There are some wicked things going on now and it is all around us. Do we all understand that? There is wickedness and cruelty all around us and people are killing themselves. You heard about the the famous comedian there that recently killed himself, committed suicide. That's a spirit that is released. People's hearts are failing them because of fear. They don't think they can take it anymore. Now, as long as something good happens, most of them won't even think about it, taking their lives or doing something bad. But when something bad happens, they become unhappy, and then their lives takes a spiral down. As long as you are in this world, child of God, beloved of God, you don't need to dwell in happiness. You need to dwell in the joy of the Lord. Because it is the joy of the Lord that will help you through turbulent times, frustrating times, and folk. I can't get no talk in here. Folk can wear you out. Praise Jesus. What you going to do when somebody cuss you out? See, with you, if you are dwelling in happiness, you were happy that morning, but what happened? You see, you after lunch, what happened to you? Well, so and so, the me, 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 me. Oh, I see you're dwelling in happiness, were you? But if the joy of the Lord is your strength, and if your joy is full, they can say what they want to say. It has nothing to do with me. Because they're not my source. Christ is my source. Please help me tell you. See, listen, you can give people too much power. Somebody needs to hear that. Don't allow people to control your state of being or your emotional state. How are you going to be today? Well, well, call me after a while. I'll see if they come into work. And if they come into work, you know how it's going to be. Praise Jesus. Let's get back into this verse. He said, these things write I unto you, or these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. Now, some translations say here, instead of your joy, you'll find other translations that says our joy might be full or may be full. There's a difference, but both can be very true. Your joy benefits you that your joy may be full, and also it says that our joy may be full. Other translations say, use the word our joy. How is this still beneficial to you? Now understand something, if this verse can be translated our joy, then our joy, who's talking, it's the leadership. It's the leadership. And let me tell you what that looks like there in uh, Hebrews. Let's go to the book of of Hebrews, Hebrews, the uh, 13th chapter. 
Oh, you know what I think about when I think about Hebrews. Yes, it, I, I have to think about the case where the, the saved woman came home and she told her unsaved husband, oh, no, no, I'm taking it back. No, no, the saved man came home and his wife was not saved. And he said, honey, I learned. No, no, no. Uh, the lady was saved, but the man was not. <laughs> I got it. I, Ray, I got it right now. She was saved, the man was not. All right, she saved, man was not. She goes home from church, and uh, the next morning she gets up, and uh, the husband asks the wife, uh, honey, I need some coffee. When you gonna, when you gonna give me some coffee? She said, well, I'm not gonna do that anymore. He said, why? Because I heard in church that he brews the coffee. <laughs> He's supposed to brew. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> little joke, little. <clears throat> anyway, so Hebrews 17. That's what I, uh, God bless. Help, help the pastor, help the pastor, help the pastor. If it is that, if we read in uh, 1 John, where the scripture would say, we write this unto you that our joy might be full. This is why in Hebrews 13, verse 17. Are y'all still with me today? Amen. It says, Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for yourselves, they watch for your souls, rather, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Now, if this verse can be translated, uh, let's go back now. Let's go back to I, John, 1 John 3, verse 4. It says, these things write we unto you that your joy may be full, but it can also be translated that our joy might be full, simply meaning uh, we're writing this to you because there is some stuff going down and going on in your lives, yes. and it's causing us really to have grief. We understand, he said, those things that are going on are causing us, here again, it's causing us grief. We know that you are not receiving the maximum Amen. that you're supposed to have, and it is really bothering us. He said, so we're writing this to you. In other words, I'm coming to you today because I see your potential. I see the things that God has for you. I see what God wants to do in your life. But I see that somebody is wrecking it and messing it up. So I'm writing this to you that our joy might be full. Kind of see this as a parent, as a parent looking at the children or the grandparents looking at the grandchildren. You see their potential. You know what they can do. And but they keep messing some stuff up. And he's saying, look, I brought you in here. Come on, let's sit down and talk so that my joy might be full. Because I'll get maximum joy when I see you walking right. Are you hearing? Yes, Lord. So it can go both ways, right? Jesus. He said, obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves. And um, he said, for there, you know, the leadership is watching over you. They're trying to lead you in a way that you should go. Let them do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Are you hearing? So let's go back now to first, first John 4. So, but we see either way, if when the leadership is happy, when mom and daddy is happy, the toys will flow. 
I just gave some child the key right there. The ice cream will flow when mom and daddy is happy. Are you happy, mommy? Are you happy? Are you happy, daddy? The ice cream, I'm telling you, as a parent, oh my goodness, I am really, uh, I love my children, but when they bring something special home, they bring home a great report card. They bring home something special. Now, I'll give them things anyway just because I love them. But when joy, when I have that special moment of joy, it just makes me want to give more to them. But you know, when somebody's really giving you grief, you love them, but you sure don't want to give. Are you hearing? All right, so he said, let let the leadership do it with joy, not with grief, because that is unprofitable for you. Are you hearing? Let's go back now. All right, let's try to move on a little further. Oh, verse 5 begins to get thrilling. Now I'll tell you, buckle your seatbelts. Come on, bring that crossover. Buckle your seatbelt. Click it. There we go. Because we're about to get on this ride. This is a, this is a double seatbelt, so go ahead and grab the others. Get right and pull the little thing down, you know, and pull it down in front of you because we're about to hit on this ride. We're about to go down the road. Are you ready? All of that to get right here. So we're about to head up this roller coaster ride going up. Are you ready? Or rather, we're about to zoom on down now. All right, let's verse five again. It says, this then is the message which we, de- which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is what? Light. And in him is no darkness at all. You hear me? God is light. Say with me, God is light. God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Okay? Now, we first start talking about the fellowship. Two men on the ship. Right? We're on the ship. Fellowship. Fellowship. Right? Two men on a ship. Or we can say we on the ship. Who's on the ship? The father's on the ship. The son is on the ship. Jesus Christ is on the ship. And we're on the ship. Those that, those that are true believers, the brethren, true believers. I met, left that an R there, didn't I? Brother in. Okay, yes, I got it. We're living. I'm going to get, I, wait a second. I'm going to get this right here. We're on the ship. The bros on the ship. Oh, I got to get this right. I got to get this right. Sorry, I get it right. And the sisters. Sisters. And the sisters on the ship. Sisters. I didn't say sisters. I said the sisters on the ship. Can the sisters say, oh. Oh. I don't know what's got into him today. I don't know. So we're all on the ship. Okay, I'll need you to see yourself on the ship. All right, now let's go further. It says, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Now, God is on the ship with us. 
He is absolutely, positively light. That is wisdom, he is understanding, he is revelation. Light is one thing too that reveals. Light reveals, okay? How many of you have ever worn a black shirt with black pants before? And you thought they matched until you got into the light. You realize, oh, these are two different kinds. You, you found out once you got in the light that you were really wearing a navy blue top with, with black, with the dark. You thought it was two blacks. You thought you were good. Light reveals. So anytime you're in the presence of the Lord, his light will reveal. Reveal what? Reveal you. Reveal your imperfections and flaws. Yes, because he wants to bring you up to where he is. So if you ever say that I know God, I'm with God, but you never see your own imperfections and flaws, yes. you're lying. Yes, 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 Lord. Are you hearing? Yes. If you want to know your imperfections or flaws, really, sometimes all you have to do is just ask your spouse. <laughs> Let me go ahead with this. That was too close to home, wasn't it? He says, this then is the message we have heard of him, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Are you hearing? Amen. If we say that we, let's look at verse number 6 again. If we say that we have fellowship with him, that we're in the ship with him, and walk in darkness, or in other words, and continue to walk in darkness. We lie and do not the truth. So right now we already see that you can that we have a choice. You can either walk, you can either walk in, walk in. Let me just do it this way. Fingers really don't work with that, do they? All right, that you can walk, you know, you can walk in light or you can walk in the darkness. Okay, you can walk in light, I say walking in light, you can walk in light or you can walk in the darkness. Are you hearing? All right, so it says here again, uh, as we begin to close, he says again, this is the message that we've, that we've heard of him, and we declare unto you God is light, and in him is no darkness. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Now, the word walk, we need to look at the word walk because this is an action. Walking is an action. Nobody just stand. I need, I need a volunteer for a second. Who wants to volunteer for me? I need a volunteer. Who wants to be famous? Come on. Come on. Whoever wants to be. All right. All right. Come on, brothers. All right, Gwen, come on up. Let's give Minister Tanner a hand, being brave and bold. She, this is a wonderful woman of God. Let me tell you that now. All right. Now, stand still. Stand to the side. Don't move. Can anybody accuse her of walking right now? 
She is standing perfectly still. Is there action? No. All right, now walk. Now she is what? Now she's walking. All right, you, you're going to run out of space, so turn back around and walk back over there. As she is, you're walking too fast. Play right now. Okay. When you are walking, there is movement, right? All right, now I want you to notice something. She is standing here, right? She's over here. She's in this place. All right, now as she walks a little bit further, and she stops right there, now she's in what? This place. As she's walking, she's no longer back there. Because when you're walking, you cannot be in two places at one time. You understand? As you're walking in light, things constantly change. Okay? Constantly change. New things are being revealed to you as you're fellowshipping with the Lord. As she's walking in the light, fellowshipping with Christ, fellowshipping with God, there's intimacy there, and new things are constantly being revealed to her in light because she has the ability to see in light. You see? So as she walks, she's changing places, changing positions every moment. She's changing positions. Are you hearing? All right, give her a hand. Good job of walking. Look at her walking to her seat. She even walks to her seat nicely, I'm telling you. So understand something, it says, again, uh, if we say we have fellowship, we're in the ship with God, with Christ, and the believers, the brother and the sisters, okay? If we say we have fellowship with God, fellowship with the true body, and we continue to walk in darkness. Now, walking not only talks about position, but the word walking in its truest sense talks about our lifestyle, our course of life and really the decisions that we make on a day-to-day basis. How we choose to live our lives. Okay, so let's put that down for a second. Walking, put it here. To walk means really, we can say, um, put it this way. Let's draw it, yes. This person goes from here to here, movement. He looks like a sad person. (laughs) Yes, they're a little bit deformed, (laughs) but you understand. It's a new board, you understand? It takes takes time for the drawing to work. Anyway, all right. Walking denotes movement from one place to another. So again, if you walk in light, you'll have movement. Or you can either, if you're not walking in light, you're walking in what? Darkness, movement. Things get worse, 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 worse if you're walking in darkness. But if you're walking in light, things get better, 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 better. Are you understanding? All right. 
All right, let's go just a little bit further. He said, if we say we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. It's not possible. To walk in darkness, we're going to see this, to walk in darkness means, further on down, it means to hate the brethren. To walk in darkness means really to have hidden sins, unrepented sins. There are some things going on that we can do, don't want nobody to know about it, we hide them. There used to be a term that says people are in the closet, they're coming out of the closet, they're they're coming out of the darkness and now they're letting their works being revealed. You understanding? He said you can either walk in light or you can walk in darkness. If you choose to walk in darkness, live a lifestyle of darkness, you will go deeper and deeper and deeper in darkness. If you choose to walk in the light, you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the light. And the light is where you want to be. Are you understanding? All right. Verse 7 says, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Here's one, and we're going to close it on this point today and pick up next week, the Lord willing. One very good result, not only is joy being full, but there is also that washing, that washing by the blood there. Washing or cleansing by the blood of Jesus. Because the Lord knows that we're still going to mess up. We're in the ship with him, but we're still messing up. And he said, if you're walking in the light, that is, if you're pursuing Christ, if you're following Christ, still, sometimes you're going to err. You're going to mess up. But he says, if you're in the light with him, his blood is there to wash you. His blood is there to cleanse you. Why? So that you can stay in fellowship with him. Sin interrupts fellowship. Say that with me. Sin interrupts fellowship. Sin interrupts fellowship. It does. It'll interrupt your fellowship with God. But that's why the blood is there, that the fellowship be not interrupted. We're going to see further on down, or even on next week, if we would confess our sins before him. He's faithful and just to forgive you those sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So as we're walking with him, one, our joy is going to be full. Secondly, his blood is there to cleanse us, to cleanse our way, to wash us from all the iniquity that our fellowship with him can continue. Are you understanding? So what are we saying? What what, what are we saying? Right now we are saying again, um, you're going to see this one next time. We got to confess our sins before him. And really, confession of, confession of our sin begins to activate the blood of Jesus on your behalf to wash you and to cleanse you. Amen. Secondly, we do not want to walk in darkness. Amen. That is, have no, don't uh, have unrepented sins. Repent immediately before the Lord, no matter what it is. Amen? Amen. So let's stop right here for the day. So I pray that you've received something out of the word of God today. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Amen.
Thank you, Lord. As we said, you're right now under the light of God. You're under his light. You're abiding in his light. To abide in him is to abide in the light. We could even say this too uh, in the book of uh, John, the 15th chapter. If you abide, the Lord said, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. You will ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. That's a result of abiding in him, also abiding in the light. Your prayers begin to be answered. So we're going to see that too as we go on the Lord willing. Walking in the light means that your prayers begin to get answered. And life begins to change. So listen, let me say this one more time. There's more to coming to church than just coming to church. You're right now under an atmosphere of light. And this is one of those things that you don't know you have it until you're no longer under it. Or they say you don't miss the, the water until the well runs dry. Under an atmosphere of light, those of you that are continually under an atmosphere of light and you're dwelling or walking in the light, there are so many things that you have not encountered because you've been in the light. But if we forsake the assembly, we forsake the word of God, we forsake his presence, then those things that were really trying to get at you but they couldn't, you'll find that they're just beginning to come in. You'll find that things will begin to happen and life will begin to change. But if we would confess our sin before him, he'll wash and cleanse us. Cleanse you from everything that stands in the way of your fellowship with him. Okay, so I just want to applaud you. Uh, for continuing in the word of God. And those of you that are here with us for, for the first time, I want to applaud you for coming today, for getting under a light, for ab abiding under the light of God's word and the light of his presence. Amen. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for the word that you've given us today. Lord, I do pray in Jesus' name that your word will continue to be light unto them all week long in Jesus' name and that your word will lead us to repentance in you that we will have unbroken fellowship with you. Everything, Lord God, that you said and that you expressed here, Father, I pray that it will just go into our heart and produce greatly, and that we'll take your light to the world, and that the world may be changed because of you. We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night, we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page. 
Until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.